This time on TNT, it's our post Christmas catch up. We talk about board games and game shows. And we check in with Chris Shepard on the 1999 Much Music Out of This World Galactical Spectacular New Year's Eve Bash. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Hello. How was your Christmas, bot? It was great. Uh, really, uh, obviously very small. Yes. And uh, very contained. But everybody, the kids were all very specific in what they wanted, you know. So it wasn't, there was no real super surprises. And uh, bo- both John and Jack are beyond the Santas. But Anna's kind of hanging on the Santa. Yeah. So... Um, it was like everybody was kind of living through Annalise more. It's know, right, magical. Yeah, because she gets really fired up and super nervous the night before still. So yeah, uh, it was a great time. Everybody had a blast. Was, nice. Uh, Lisa's mom's here, so uh, it was nice. It was really cool. The tree's beautiful and all the ornaments from all the, the years, they just keep piling up every year. So the tree is just full of memories. It's great. Man. Neat, it's really isn't cool. it? Yeah, for sure. Um, How was yours? It was so uh, low-key but fun, and um, it's just such a great age. The magic is still very much alive in our house, and um, Suge's 12 and Indy's 10. And uh, yeah. they, it's you. I was going to say you forget. You don't forget. It's nice to be reminded of how exciting it is, and... To watch them sustain, as I'm sure Anna did, sustain excitement yeah. for days on end. Um, it's the best. Yeah, it's the best because you realize they're excited about what's under the tree or what could be, but they're also excited that their grandparents are coming for dinner or that we're having waffles for brunch or that their aunts are stopping in or that we're playing board games. Like mm-hmm. they get excited about that stuff too. And yeah. those are, um, I saw someone post, uh, like all the little traditions and stuff that your, um, kids were used to keep doing that when they get to be bigger kids, because that's the way to keep the magic alive. And th- those traditions and stuff, they don't have to be big, but yeah. they do look forward to them all year, every year. It's really like sweet. If you're, if you're lucky enough to have those, like locked in great growing up where there's all this routine of cool stuff that's reminders of christmas and giving and baking and all that stuff well yeah exactly and like anything that has heightened emotions around it um it's not fun for a lot of people and it's lonely for a lot of people and it's a long chunk of time and i'm sure especially this year some people are like oh my god like it's hard not to use the holiday season as a marker for like compared to this time last year. And mostly what I think about this time last year is saying, well, next year, uh, everything will be back to normal. <laughs> so it's, oh, man. Yeah. it's inconceivable that it isn't. Um, but, uh, we had a, we had a beautiful, wonderful day. And I was saying to Carol this morning, like, uh, even finding routine in the, kind of bigger questions like we go to the barn every morning everything's the same in the barn um 
the horses need food and the horses need water and the horses need a bit of attention. But what's happening in the larger world doesn't impact what's happening in there. We walk the dog. Yeah. That's the same, no matter what's going on in the world. Um, so I think having a bit of routine when there's a lot of uh, uncertainty seems to really help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I feel I feel like this whole pandemic from day one is like a movie that was supposed to be a big, great thing that started. And it went, it's been going over budget and over time for this yeah, long. Yeah, it's Waterworld. Yeah, and it's like the, at this point, it's gone so over budget and, and everybody's just kind of just realizes that, that, that there's no chance that it can be a success with the amount of money that's been put into it and how it's been changed and rechanged and tweaked. And, you know, when stuff just gets moved around and watered down so much that there's no chance anymore. Now we just have to cut our losses and get through it. Yeah, like five different producers and directors and people coming in and out and actors getting fired. And new visions. Like someone is like, you know what? I have a vision for this. I know exactly what we need to do. Yeah. This is is the best way I heard this particular moment described, though. And I, I loved it. And I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, I saw someone say, you know, at the end of the fireworks, when there's that big, like crazy yeah. over the top finish. Yeah. That's what this is. So it's the home but it's stretch. Just been going on. Oh, oh, that's but that's what it feels like in cases of COVID around me right now. It's fireworks. How like, many are going, going off? Going, going, yeah. yeah. Like every single. They're all over, man. It's like it's getting to the point where who doesn't have it? You know, I know. Like, oh, you don't have it. Well, I was thinking about that in the Maritimes too. Like, Fallis Geary doesn't have it, and Kevin don't got it, but everyone else does. So stay away from them. The other thing is, uh, apparently, the Spanish flu ended with a weak variant. So, oh, really? yeah, it's, okay, again, yeah. not been everyone's experience, That's but a lot nice. more people are having it with a lot less serious symptoms, and maybe that will get us to herd immunity. Like, as an optimist, I'm uh, clinging to hope here. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think at this point, it's just, yeah, it's hopefully enough people are fully vaccinated that it won't, the waves are soft, softer, and that's the, one of the things. Yeah. And next time it'll be even less, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Boosties coming down the point. The coming boosties? down the pipe. Boosties on their way, yeah. <laughs> now they're talking about four bangers? No. Are they? Yeah, like I think in Israel they're approved for four bangers. Do you know what it's four the boosters? Christmas tree stand of uh, vaccinations. Do you know what word <laughs> I saw this morning when I opened my computer? And we've talked about this before how you have to manage how much of it you take in because you want to be informed, but you also don't want to be consumed. Um, I saw the word fluorona in a headline, like they've discovered some mutation of the two. Like, man, not ready for fluorona. That's another one, new, a new one. Yeah, yeah, that it, sounds. It's ridiculous. the uh, polar grizz of the flu. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, what have oh, you guys yeah. been up to? <laughs> Laying low, literally just. Uh, Locking it down, pretty much. Uh, hanging out in, in the house. And Dazzy? Watching, watching lots of movies and uh, 
just get it like just playing board games <laughs> like lots of board games we got now that the house is pretty much uh, mostly finished we're living in rooms and going and playing around and, and using up different spaces and uh, it's been great so yeah we've just been kind of living in the house enjoying the uh, space what do you fellas play for board games we got everything all vintage too like last night, me and Anna were playing Payday. <laughs> Remember that? Oh game? yeah! Wow. Yeah, and it's like one from the '60s. So it we smells old, right, Musta. We have the old Life's. Yeah. because the old Life had way more in it, like way more different things, and it was a little more kind of confusing, I guess. But it's more fun to play it when you get into it. But yeah, a lot of old games and uh, just like I don't know, like forty different board games. Forty. So pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done uh, you selling on Byron in a while. We should do that sometime. Have you 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 know that when you like uh, like board games is it's it's hard to have a good game. So like when you like you, I bought like for example, oh I, you know we like the Office. We bought this Office game. It's the worst game oh, of yeah. all time. Like it's just t- terrible. And most games suck. And most it's games really suck. Really hard to find uh, something that's worthy of like an hour of your time with the family. We so, yeah. um, I'm, you I'm gotta gonna, be uh, gotta be careful when you're picking your your games. You really do because um, it has to work for everybody. Um, so uh, we found a game called Wits and Wagers. It's actually great because. All of the, you know how Trivial Pursuit, the smartest person in the room, is going to carry the table usually, and yeah. uh, you might know a lot about sports, but you don't know anything about anything else, or arts and entertainment you're happy to get, but geography is your weak spot. Um, this game called Wits and Wagers is uh, fun for everyone because the questions are like, how many hot dogs does the average American consume per year? So there is no general knowledge that yeah. will serve you in this they're all hail marys how many grains of that's sand good. are on whatever beach um nice so that's that's a really fun game there's a game called what do you meme which has uh, pictures that have been used in memes I th- I on think the internet i got that one for the holidays it's great I also got the i got the cards against humanity family edition oh now. that's nice like, some of them are way over the line for kids, so yeah. That's we got the, Kids that, Against Maturity, which we haven't played yet, but that's a variation on that. Um, what do you meme is fun because they show pictures that are funny, and then everyone gets like seven or eight captions, and you have to decide which of your captions best describes the picture. Then everyone hands it in to whoever's turn it is, and that person picks the best one. So you know like, what else is classic? Games that anyone can play. Uh having Shirley she likes to rip the game shows like the old game shows during the day yeah she likes to watch them so I'm like watching match game from the 70s oh wow (laughs) or what's what's no whammies and I'm also watching Jeopardy where that Amy uh, press your luck woman is crushing it like 21 victories in a row no way that's so check that out on Jeopardy there's another streak on the with uh, Ken Jennings hosting, so it's pretty cool. Oh, he is? Watch. Yeah, yeah. I thought Mayim Bialik was going to be the host. She does the primetime edition, which I'm not sure when. I guess that's a different time, but like, yeah, he does 
the seven thirty. So there's a daytime I, version <clears throat> or yeah, early to evening. See all, to see all those uh, old, those old seventies game shows and everyone, you can tell they're all like drinking. <laughs> they're all on the panel. Oh yeah, it's pretty tell. loose for sure. And like the the, the comments they're making. Or, like, there's no way you could say any of that stuff. Very of a time. Like, a lot of just kind of, like, sexist chatter, but still. It's pretty, uh... Can you imagine that that was, like, a lighthearted chuckle back then? We really have, in some ways, come a long way. Well, like, but you see Leslie Nielsen when he's young, you know? And, like, all these actors that are gone now that are just in their prime... And a lot of them are really funny, so it's pretty classic to watch. Um, we play a board game called, I forget what it is. We've talked about this one on the pod before, where it's like Christmas blank, and everyone writes down uh, the word that jumps into their head. Might be presents, might be tree, might be carols, might be traditions, and you get points for a match. Um, and then we play this other one where uh, someone draws a, a, like, draws a card that has a picture on it, and say it's mm-hmm. um, food fight. You have to draw a food fight, and then the next no person way. has to write That's the like word. That's impossible. <laughs> and then the next person has to draw what that word is, and then the next person has to write down the word that they think it is. So it's like, uh, is it called banana? Broken telephone? Like you, that the game where you whisper a word, and then when it goes all the way around the table, it's something <laughs> totally different. I love like milk duds. How... No, it was reindeer. It's kind of yeah, like that, but drawing. Yeah. You're, you're like you're like a Wikipedia of board games now. Like you should be pe- board game companies should send games to you. They really like should. You, you've played every single one of them. Plus, you're buying all the new ones. Like guys who love records. Yeah. <laughs> like 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 Jay Onright, who's like going into the, you know, he'll go to the store for the new records. Like he's that kind of fired up. About Does he line up buys. for new records? No, but like if he likes a band and it's like he'll go get that record right away or even online or whatever, just like a real fan of music like that where it's a passion. How so many like board, records board does Jay on right own? I don't know. I, I, well, now that it's digital, it could be insane amount. I don't know. But I'm saying he's a... He's as opposed to like buying old records or fun, you know, like I like mo- mostly older music. He's like a loves new music, like everything that's coming around. So, and that's a lot of hard work. That's like sports people that know about the teams and the players. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's that's going way too much for me. It's very similar because there's so many bands and different genres and that's coming out all the time that uh, it's impossible to keep track, but. Um, I don't have that kind of patience for anything. Like when when someone asks, "What do you do for fun?" I feel like I don't, I don't really a... do anything. I just kind of am. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah, do well, for what, fun, Jer? Well, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't like. Uh, things aren't as fun as they were when I was a kid. I guess maybe that's the thing. Like going out on a swing would pump me up as a kid but now i'm like why would i want to do that <laughs> here's today's so, controversial poll question so of I, the day i i know I, I need to find something more that's fun that i like to do but uh a lot of things aren't as aren't fun to me i like to you know maybe take a walk and i like good conversation with with people that i love oh um, thanks bud 
Yeah, I mean, that's good. Like, to have a good hang, that's always a good time. You good are laughs. one of the great hangers of all time. You like a hang. <laughs> yeah. Here's the controversial poll question of the day. Is the internet the worst invention ever or the greatest invention of all time? It's both. It is. It's, it's got the, the yin and the yang, like the, the, the parallel opposites. As good as it is bad, it I, is. I kind of <laughs> feel increasingly like it might be the worst thing to ever happen yes. to humans. I think it's it's probably um, brought a lot of people to their knees and probably mentally destroyed many people and yes. continues to probably do so. And uh, yeah, it's it's almost like a disease, I would say. That's that's very hard to to uh, to get away from because everything in your life points back to technology. I know. So, like, is uh, uh, is the undeniable increase in mental health challenges and the variety of mental health challenges yeah. directly attributable to the internet? Well, no, I think if it, it breeds it and it also uh, feeds it. You know what I mean? Like it starts. It can, it, if you if you have any kind of anxiety, it brings it up a notch for sure. Because uh, you're you're seeing opinions and feelings across the board all the time. And uh, how do you not feel? You know about one way or the other. So um, it's difficult, I guess, for some people that that have mental challenges because. Um, how do you turn off a feeling when you you see or read something that offends you or makes you upset and you want to kind of take a side and state your opinion like that th those kind of things are uh very unnecessary um unless you're accomplishing something or doing something that that is gonna complete a goal uh through opinion like that that it's not worth it really because it's only kind of playing to that uh dark side of your mind you know i and when you you just it feeds it and that that can you know that gives you it gives you a a, a feeling of of pleasure that's just kind of like a, a quick high that goes away you know i have felt like at but, this late stage god willing of the turbulent last couple of years i've had to be sparing with my positivity and optimism because i feel like the temperature is different and i feel like people are like man shut up like it's no, not no. there is no yeah. bright side it isn't fun i'm not, not right now yeah um not right now no it's 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 like uh you look outside and it's a dumpster fire followed by another dumpster fire it's like today in weather, dumpster fire. Today in economics, dumpster fire. Today in politics, dumpster fire. Like yeah. could not get worse. Today in health, dumpster fire. Like everything is out of control. Sports, dumpster fire. The world juniors. Yeah, every like, single don't thing. Don't get me wrong. Just... I know in the big picture the world juniors is not uh the most important thing, but I think for a lot of people, aside from the disappointment for the athletes and how hard they trained and all that, I think for a lot of people, that's a staple 
of the holiday season. It's something you can do and watch indoors. It's something that you can do together with your family. It gives you something to hope and believe in. Um, so yeah, but just another disappointment. About, like, when you hear about players that were at that the hotel in Red Deer saying it was like nobody was doing anything. It was like people just coming and going, like no thought of COVID protocol going on whatsoever. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Yeah, apparently it's just like, well, look at Alberta. that They had like 20-something thousand in one day. Like, come on, it's out of control in Ontario and it's out of control in Alberta. But there's also been a lot of pushback um, by the unvaccinated and by the kind of really hardcore right-wing people that just don't, don't uh, they just feel that, that uh, the lockdowns are the wrong thing and the vaccine is a, is a bad idea and whatever. The same kind of bullshit that's and, going and, on and, in America. Yeah. So where you see uh, the conservative governments, you're seeing that these numbers are ridiculous for those reasons, just because the lax... And the in, in Ontario, the rapid tests are not available. They're, they were. My kids got them at school. And we're lucky enough to have kids to get them at school. But otherwise, if you didn't get it at the liquor store, now you have to get it by appointment. And there's nothing readily available. Like we were had, wanted to have uh, literally one or two people over throughout the holidays. And we said, well, you have to have an active a rapid test before you come over, just because of Lisa's mom. And hmm. uh, they couldn't find them. They could book appointments only for next week, like all the shoppers or uh, pharmacies. Um, there's There was just no rapid tests available for purchase, the $40 ones or whatever it was. But, I mean, you can go to uh, Yorkdale for 180 bucks and get a PCR test. Jeez. Like, what's up with that like if you have money you can get it right now but if you don't you can't that's not cool and that's what's been going on in ontario it's like they were available now they're not available when everybody really needs these rapid tests and um now they're locking down the the long-term care homes because the nurses are coming and going and getting sick well that's crazy and scary it's just a it's a shit show right here and uh, hopefully things settle, but right now it couldn't get any worse. I know, it's bananas. Just like I said, those fireworks going off. Like, it feels literally like that, because, um, yeah, it's been the most time in a long time where the outside world affects you so much that you have to kind of keep being positive. And you have to just try and really force yourself to, to keep... Uh, stay happy with with people around you do things that are fun and uh, talk to people that that to make you feel better um because it's just you know sure we're all going through this together but like right now when it's this awful you just kind of feel alone no matter how many people are around yep so uh, what's what's your move play a board well, game with I Anna, got, go for a walk. Like Yeah, like uh, just trying to be more active with the kids and being uh, communicating uh, one-on-one stuff or just as a family, you know. Uh, it, it's, yeah, it's kind of like that uh, 
you know, in the movies when the the sick the ship starts sinking, everyone's bracing themselves and they start to hold each other. That like that's mm. kind of the the vibe a little bit of like just you know just clinging towards your loved ones to try and create some kind of love in a time that's difficult. So, uh, y- you know, that's it. We just hope that we can get through all this stuff. Like I'm sure we will, but. Um, there's so many compounding things it's almost like uh dealing with a loss like somebody important passing away you're never really the same after it happens you know so this is kind of one of those kind of things the last three years or whatever has been kind of trashed and now we're at a point where um you know we're trying to move forward but there's just so much calamity that it's hard to to keep focus and stay positive so you just have to really kind of just set goals that are achievable and do those um i i feel really uh lucky that um like work pressure or financial pressure uh those haven't been layers that i've had to deal with because that must be i mean it's hard not to imagine scenarios that would be more challenging, like uh, two kids, they're home schooling, not enough devices, you can't go to work. No, no. And I, I think yeah. of like, uh, you own a restaurant or you own a bar and you've limped along for the last two years and it feels like, yeah, things are finally, nope. Must be so unbelievable, discour- unbelievably discouraging. No kidding. Yeah, and you think about worst. restaurants like, in this season, normally in these couple of weeks, they make enough I know, dough. I remember this from last year to carry them through January and February. Yeah. Not, they're all closed down. That's just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, we, uh, like I said, it's, it, uh, um, the light at the end of the tunnel turned out to be more darkness for another little while. And that's, that's where we're at, where everyone's like, God damn, man, holy cow. Like, this is like, <laughs> beyond and uh yeah the frustration is makes it makes sense the 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 frailness of everybody and uh but uh yeah it it really does feel like it's getting so bad that how could it get much worse in a sense what you're seeing yeah i don't know (laughs) i know hard to plan um it is because I, I have uh, work in the States, as you know, and some of that has evaporated. Some of it hasn't, which uh, propo- uh, creates kind of a, a weird forecast. It's almost easier if it's all or nothing. But when it's some, it's kind of harder to wrap your head around a little bit. But I guess all you can do is take it as far ahead as you see a clear runway and so is it basically like massage? All the uh, the conventions in the red states are going forward, and all the ones in the blue ones are canceled. Well, it's it's not even as clean clean as that. Uh, there are some in California that are currently proceeding. Um, others in Vegas that currently are as well. Those are kind of March. Uh, mm-hmm. Had one in uh, South Carolina that got punted to November. Um, one in Florida, the second week of January that got moved. Um, yeah. The punting. Hard to plan, but. That's the thing. 
you're going to start seeing the full-on punting because there's a lot of stuff booked in January, February that are concerts and stuff that they've just already said uh, they're not having fans anymore at, at Leaf Games and there's under a thousand people are, isn't allowed now. What? And that, yeah. They said no more arenas full of people in Ontario anyway. So I'm sure that will kind of spread back where you can't have a concert with a thousand people. Well, imagine anymore. you're Sean Mendes and last no. April, you're like, surely by February, uh, I yeah. should be good to go. Oops. Well, that's what you're seeing. You're seeing a lot of people out there kind of sneaking them in there, which is kind of sad. Like, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, yeah, there's no one said anything yet, but they're going into a place full of people. Right. And playing anyway. The guy on stage, point, like, like 30 on, feet man. from the closest human? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, but... It's kind of- it's and like I get that you have to kind of get the money in, but at the same time you're not helping the communities you're going by just having a show with three, you know, five hundred to a thousand people, and then rocking out. Yeah. Um, that's why it's good to have uh, a little project that you're working on. It's been fun. We've been playing a lot of music in our house, um, and the girls are really getting into it. Like. The switch flipped, I think, when they started playing songs that they listened to on the radio, as opposed to like kind of scales and um, picking away at what yeah. whatever the teachers um, pick. Now that they can you. play the songs that they dig, it's super fun. Like with the, with Annalise and John, who both have been taking piano, like it's all like the from the books. So yeah, it's all like traditional jams. So they haven't click that on to the next level yet but it, it, it really does make a difference when you can play songs that you like yeah as opposed to just like well indy was like know, could something. i could i learn avril lavigne sure right like complicated and taylor swift yeah. and stuff like that that's super fun and i got a bunch taylor of tools swift. for christmas so i'm looking what forward to putting tools? those to good use like actual oh, like out, tools outdoor stuff well like uh, a proper toolkit drills Nice. Got a Stanley flat, uh, Fat Max um, uh, toolbox oh, and yeah. uh, full of tools, yeah. I got one of those uh, massager banger things that pound you. For, is it a plugger-inner? No, just like the handheld pounder yeah. that like, jams your muscles or your shoulders. Your Was that on a list? Like, did you have a, pound, a pounder on your list? No, no, Lisa just was nice enough to get me one. Yeah. <laughs> it's good after drumming for a few few days and feeling sore. A pounder banger. A pounder, yeah. Okay, <laughs> um, before we take a break, bud, I'm going to ask a question to any mechanics listening. Um, and it's okay. going to sound like English as a second language. Mechanically right. inclined friends. I have a 2019 F-150 that won't go into flat toe mode. Any troubleshooting tips would be greatly appreciated. Try doing it per the video that Ford Canada put on the internet service. It's not going. You should know that the truck has a lift, and is it something to do with the locking diff? There you go. I love how you throw it out there. Well, yeah, because there's always somebody who's like, oh, you know what you need to do is put it in four-wheel first and jam her into two-wheel, then then you got it. (laughs) What the hell's plateau mode? Flat toe. 
Flat toe? Yeah, there's. I've learned there are two kinds of neutral. Um, there's the neutral that you put oh. your uh, shifter into, and yeah. then there's true neutral, which is so you don't damage your transfer case and something else. Gotcha. So it, it won't, uh, uh, this vehicle that we bought to tow won't go into true neutral. And if you tow it without being in true neutral, it'll, it'll just rip the engine to shreds. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got to figure this out. There you go, bud. Then I'll tell you at the dealership. Uh, it's, it's, oh no, you switched right to the other one. Though. It's you a long story. They're, uh, I know, I know. They're I trying remember. to help sort it, but they can't, um, so far <laughs> nothing. Because <laughs> you're not leasing from them anymore they're all like yeah we can't really help exactly (laughs) but i know someone listening is going to be like oh you know what you need to do for sure let's take a break bud hey bud new year's eve 1999 It's the Chris Shepard Much Music Video Dance Out of This World Spectacular. Good evening, cats and kittens. The gravity of this night is not lost on me. It's going to be out of this world, and we didn't even plan it. Get up off the couch and shake what your mama gave you. Chris Shepard on the ones and twos from coast to coast to coast we're blasting off for excitement but I'm not doing it alone no I've got my roster of much music VJs standing by at various places throughout this world first let's go to Uranus Steve Anthony whoa wow wow what a party you got going on here Chris is from can't believe it Holy moly, look at my red boots. Look at how I'm moving here. Look at how I'm going. Okay. Oh, wow, what a song. Anyway, we got to have a great night scheduled for everybody. We got parties every corner of this room. Everybody wants to get into things. I'm going to get on a horse later for crying out loud. Anyway, I'm going to throw it over to Rick the Temp, who's on the other side of the room. Rick? That's right, Steve. So happy to be here. And uh, there's a guy who's not afraid to make an asteroid of himself. Steve Anthony, everybody. One of the best VJs here in Much Music. And uh, But it's not just going to be us. We're going to have live performances by um, Bross. Uh, also, Soul Decision uh, is going to pop by. Um, some members of Rusty. And uh, there's another band called Gob. They're going to be here uh, to take us to midnight. But um, now we're going to go to Michael Williams, who's standing by over on another planet. Um, Michael, what can you tell us from Mars? Hey, how's it going? I hope you're well, Rick. This is your man here. I'm just hanging out on the roof, looking down at everybody. It looks like it's going to be a great night, another beautiful New Year's. I can see they're throwing the tree down there. There's a tree toss going on right now. Oh, hold on a second. Let's get back to Chris Shepard. He wants to change up the song. That's right. It's Chris Shepard here. But before I change up the song, I'm going to throw it to Kim Clock Champness, who's here with another Much Music Rock Flash. Kim. That's right, Chris Shepard. This year, who could forget 
how much we sound alike, but also that Christina Aguilera released Genie in a Bottle, which became a worldwide hit, selling over 7 million copies. And Limp Bizkit's second album, Significant Other, debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, with 643,874 copies sold in its first week. Chris Shepard, back to you. Thank you so much, Kim Clark Champness. Uh, it's no wonder people have trouble telling us apart. Master T standing by on Pluto. Master T. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hope you're having a great night. I know I am. I'm wearing the great shirt again. Nice shirt. What do you guys think of this? This is the best party I've been to this side of, uh, I don't know, Queen Street? Because we're on the south side looking over across the north side where they actually uh, shot uh, parts of A Christmas Story, just in that alley right there as I point to it. Anyway, I'm going to go over to Erica M., who's uh, at Thirk on the third floor. Thanks, Master T. And what very few people know is that Master T actually started here as a camera operator. And what even fewer people know is that he was, in fact, born in Leeds, England, and moved to Canada with his Jamaican family in 1974. Um, that's something that you might read on, I don't know, the Internet, if a website called Wikipedia existed um, and it's hard to believe but in the year 2021 he will turn 60 Master T uh, always a pleasure to have you here it's Erica M um, it is my uh, 10th New Year's Eve at Much Music and uh, on the ones and twos Chris Shepard tonight but holding it down on the D floor Monica D Ol Monica well, hello, Erica. How are you doing? Great. We're on the thanks. electric dance off right now. We're actually having a dance party right here. And uh, I'm dancing myself, actually. I'm uh, a little bit tired because we've been here all day working on this thing. Production. There is no other production than us. Remember that. Uh, I'm going to uh, go to my buddy over here. Uh, Bradford Howe. Oh, How are you doing, Bradford? Scooped. Great, Monica Diol. Thank you so much. Um, just stopped by with a boatload of reverence for this New Year's Eve festivities. I'm going to light my pants on fire later in the evening. Um, and I'm also going to swim in a kiddie pool full of beans. Um, and full of beans is a great way to describe how uh, Ed the Sock is feeling tonight. Ed, over to you. Hey, what the hell's going on? What are we doing here anyway? All the computers are going to stop working tonight at midnight, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Screw this place. Somebody pay me something here. I've been coming here for free for a week. Anyway, let's throw it on up to, uh... Hmm, who else do we got in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. It's George Lagajanis. Oh, uh, Yes. So it is George Lagajanis, uh, one of two Georges uh, with long names here. Um, no, I'm not uh, Strombolopoulos. Uh, George Lagajanis. Um, I should use this opportunity to announce that I'm going to be leaving Much Music and I'm going to become a reporter and videographer at City TV News. I'm going to take my love of music and scotch tape it to pop culture all around the city and I look forward to telling um, your stories, Toronto. 
um, in the way that I have been. It's been such an honor to work here at Much Music, and uh, I can't think of anybody better to throw to for my last official throw on Much Music than my dear friend, Sookian Lee. Sookian. Oh, hey, how are you? What's going on? Whoa! I, uh, I'm busy here, having a great time at Chris Shepard's party, but I'm also uh, got a new punk record coming out, and a new... I'm leaving, too. I'm going to CBC. So, uh, I'm going to throw it over to uh, George Strabalopoulos. That's right, uh, guys. Thank you so much. Um, you, too, had a big year this year. I had the chance to sit down with uh, Bono. Personal thrill for me. Um, obviously, a great musician. Uh, maybe the best singer of our time. And in addition to that, um, just a great humanitarian presence. And uh, I know we're having a dance party here, but it's important to remember that... Um, there's a lot of suffering going on in the world and it's New Year's Eve and we're partying and all that and that's cool uh, but it's also really important to remember that uh, um, there are other people out there that don't have us as good have it as good as we do um, so I just want us to you know have that in the back of our head uh, as we're partying tonight um, and with that I'll throw it back to uh, Chris Shepard who's standing by um, anyway just just a reminder uh Things are, are hard out there for lots of people. Thanks. George, that's right. It's New Year's Eve. And we're going to party our butts off uh, and blast off for excitement. Because tonight, it's not about what comes tomorrow. It's about tonight. Uh, and couldn't be happier to be here uh, on the ones and twos with you all night long. With that, let's do a tonal shift and um, go to our first celebrity guest of the night. Dini Petty is here and has a special message for all of you watching at home. Dini, take it away. Well, how are you doing? How's it going there? Well, I'm at this other corner of the room. I'm uh, got a knee, uh, an arm up at the bar, having a martini, and uh, you know, just chatting with my friend Nardwar here. Hey, Nardwar, what's, uh, what's your thoughts on this evening? What are you going to do for the new year? Doot, 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 doot. Doot, doot. You got it right, Deanie. Good for you. Hey, Deanie, oh, you, you know, you tell, sorry. The, tell the people you were fired from Zellers in 1984, but tell them why. Tell the people why. Crazy story. Uh, I, I really, I can't believe you came up with that. I really, yeah. How did you, how did you know that? Uh, little I elves. Mean. I've got little elves. <laughs> but it, well, I uh, that you were fired I, is one thing, but the reason why <laughs> it's going to blow people's minds. Tell them, or I will. But tell them. I, I, uh, I broke into the store on a Saturday evening to get the a dress that I uh, couldn't afford. Yeah, but it wasn't just a dress. Tell them about the other no. part. Well, no. <laughs> no, that's it. There's nothing else. No, no. It says right here on these court documents that I had unsealed. It was a dress. And what else was it? This is shocking. Wait till you guys hear this. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I, sorry. I, uh, Ten bras and the generator. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's so generator. weird. I forgot about that. I... Anyway, let's uh, get out of here and uh, 
Throw it back to uh, Bill Willichka. Hey, um, thanks so much, guys. Uh, sincerely, just so happy and proud to uh, get to drop into each of your rooms um, as you're watching all year long. And I just want to say you guys are awesome. And uh, there was a lot of music this year. A lot of great music this year. Some bad music, too, but a lot of great music. Um, so let's just take a look at some of the best albums that came out this year. And that doesn't just mean best-selling. That means, like, best albums, period. Uh, Wilco, Summer Tea, uh, was on my top five list for sure. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Midnight Vultures. Uh, by Beck came out this year. 13 by Blur has to be on this uh, end of the year list. Uh, Play by Moby, unbelievable record. And uh, then for me personally, um, uh, uh, Fiona Apple had her record come out. When the Pawn, remember that one? That's uh, when the Pawn hits the conflicts, he thinks like a king. What he knows throws the bones when he goes into it. Anyway, you, you guys get it. Um, but the point is, next year, if assuming bank machines and stuff are still working, what are you guys looking forward to musically? Let me know. Uh, hit me up, either page me or uh, fire off a letter in the snail mail. Uh, Bill Wilichka at Much Music. It'll get here. And uh, let me know what you guys are, are really excited about. And uh, with that, I'll throw it back to Chris Shepard, who's got a special guest with him. That's right. Thank you so much, Bill. It's... Chris Shepard here on the ones and two New Year's Eve. We're getting ready to blast off with excitement. Could not be more happy than to have talk show host Shirley Solomon beside me. <laughs> Shirley, Shirley, you hi, can't be serious you? wearing that sequin dress. My goodness. Can't wait. Can't wait to say Happy New Year to everybody and get to believe it's in about three minutes' time. Yes, three it minutes. is. It is. Uh, tell the people about your outfit, because it is out of this world. Oh, this is uh, sequined, and it's uh, in the shape of a uh, Canadian kind of uh, statue. Yes, indeed it is. I'll tell you who's making a statue just looking at you right now. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, it's, your Aren't call you would forward. be answered in sequence. Put it that way. What's in this little bag here? Oh, no, careful. In don't front of your uh, no, DJ don't bag. pick in there. That's just oh, uh, batteries and what. Wow. What is this? Studio 54, Chris? Um, it's Studio 99. Um, a very special studio, and uh, each of us has crutches and what have you that we use to get through the night. But with that, check out this jam. See you on the D floor, Shirley. Oh, I love this one. This is the jam that goes together with the peanut butter you've got in that dress. So it's countdowns coming right up here. Quite a spread you're putting on. With that, let's go to Steve Anthony to count us down to midnight. He's standing by with Rachel Perry. Steve, Rachel. Hey, how how's it going, everybody? How you doing? Wow, what a night. Hey, Rachel, what's, uh, what are you thinking? What's happening tonight? What are we, uh, how far off are we here? How, how long we got here? Yeah, you know, we're just about under a minute or so, Steve. And um, I'd just like to take a moment to say thanks to all of you that, that watch. Um, I'm the pop culture guru here, and uh, I couldn't do it if you guys weren't, A, interested in 
the pop culture stories, but also be um, willing to share your tips, who you saw where, what's going on. Ask me the questions that I can get answers to for you. So, yeah. So, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, that's great. I'm so, also yeah. saying that so, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be uh, leaving after the New Year's here to start doing voice work, a lot more of that, commercial work. Well, yeah, no, I did hear a rumor that you're going to be out of here, but it's it just seems like, um, you know, it, it's not going to feel like much music without you here because you were one of the... Um, one of the OGs, you know. That's right. That sure is right. And boy, we had a good time in this building. We're going to miss your energy for sure. Yeah. Because you're always, even if you're kind of low key, you still somehow manage to find a lot of energy in sudden bursts. And um, yes, absolutely. Can't say that about everyone. So we're talking about a t- countdown coming right up here. Do we, uh, we, I guess we should throw this to Chris for it's, uh, we got uh, 20 seconds coming here. Go 20 ahead, seconds left in this year till we get ready to go out of this world into the future. Who knows where we're going? But for 15 more seconds now, we're going to party like it's 1999. You are princes and princesses for spending your New Year's Eve with us for eight more seconds and seven seconds and six seconds. Five seconds till the year 2000. Will our bank cards work? Three in two seconds. One second. What's going to happen? Whoa! <laughs> Nothing. Wow. Everything's the exact same. The crowd went wild. They did, but they also didn't disappear. The world didn't blow up. We're still here. Now what? I've been banking my future on thinking this would be the end. Nothing happened. We're we're still alive. Well, then let's keep it going all night long into the year 2000. Chris Shepard with you. We're going to take a commercial break, but thank you so much for tuning in to Much Music's 1999 end of year New Year's Eve out of this world spectacular with Chris Shepard. I'm Chris Shepard. We'll be right back.